Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Season 17 of Executive Presence Morsels, Relationship Key Week. And today, we have a really fun one that I want to share with you, uh, as fun as relationship keys <laughs> can go, and it's called Fundamental Attribution Error. Fundamental Attribution Error. And this is something, and it's fun, and it's funny because we all do it, and we can see it in ourselves. And even after talking about it, sometimes you know we may still want to do it, but I'll let you be the judge. So in short, what fundamental attribution error is, is that when someone else does something, we assume the worst intentions of them and that it's part of their character or personality, why they did it. Whereas when we do the same exact thing, we give ourselves every benefit of the doubt and say, oh, that was just an outlier or there were extenuating circumstances. I'm not really that sort of person. And the problem with this is um, whether what we think of that person is true or not can really determine the health and the quality of our relationship. And that may not be based on what's going on or any real wisdom or knowledge it's just based on the way we perceive others and judge them. And what can happen is, you know this, you put someone into that bad person box and it's very hard for them to get out of it. Everything they do after that is another ding on their personality, on their character. And a couple examples that I've been learning about is, let's say someone is late all the time to meetings, okay? Sometimes I'm late to meetings maybe more often than I'd like to be, you know, just a minute or two, not, you know, 15 minutes late. Um, and, you know, for yourself, you can say, well, I'm a really busy guy and I have all these things I have to do at home as well. I'm trying to help out and be responsible. So it's, you know, I'm not a bad person for being late. And then put it on, you know, flip uh, the script a little bit where now it's your meeting and you're waiting for someone to come on and a minute, two minutes, three minutes pass by. And, you know, you're thinking, how dare they? Don't, they're disrespecting my time, right? They accepted the meeting at the top of the hour. Why are they not here? You know, what possible reason could they have? Maybe they're just a person that doesn't respect other people's time or can't manage their own time. Bad person. Right? So now every time something's a little bit late, something's a little bit sloppy with that person, you know, we're going to judge that as a character flaw. And that's not going to be great for the working relationship because you know what? They're going to feel that judgment. They're going to feel you looking down on them or hating on them. And I don't know about you, but I don't do my best work for people who I feel disrespected by or even disliked by. I'm going to avoid them to the bare minimum, try to get out of that transaction or that project as quickly as I can. And this, you know, the, the, the wacky thing is this is, could all be just be based on our own presupposition, not based on what's actually going on. And that's what's so damaging, and that's why it's called an error, right? The fundamental attribution error. And 
you know, the reason why we do this is we know ourselves better than we know other people, right? We have access to what's going on in our lives, to what's going on in our hearts. So we have more ability to be kind to ourselves and say, well, this is really why it's happening. Whereas for others, unless they show us that or tell us that, we don't know. So we have to make an assumption that we don't have to make. But, you know, as we make assumptions, they're based on much more limited information. And that can have a tendency for us to to project more negative uh, things on them uh, than positive. Now, what can we do, right? If fundamental attribution error is an error and, you know, we want to minimize this kind of error, what can we do? The first thing, and I think the simplest thing, is just to give people the benefit of the doubt, right? If you don't know, and it could go either way, someone um, is late for a meeting or another great example, they cut you off in traffic, right? What a jerk. They're so dangerous. They're a reckless driver. Why not give them benefit of the doubt? Maybe they didn't see me. I've cut people off. Totally didn't realize they were there until it was too late. Mortified. Totally embarrassed. It was an honest mistake. You know, I just wasn't driving very well. Uh, wasn't paying attention, you know, and it doesn't make me a horrible, dangerous person. At least I don't think it does. Um, and there's no reason why you should believe someone else is a horrible, dangerous person because you don't know them. They're just in a car, right? Like, how would you really know why they're doing what they're doing? Another thing we can do is think about, especially if it's a working type relationship, uh, think about them as a whole person, right? Not just the person uh, who's attending your meeting, but as a person who has this sort of social obligations, this sort of family obligations, this sort of other work obligations. They may have a certain health issue or things going on. Um, there may be all these other things that have nothing to do with their roles and responsibilities, but they are so key to how this person functions and who they are. So think of them as a whole person, right? Not just as a commodity or a tool or a resource or a robot that's doing work, think about them as a real-life human being. And the last one, and this is, this is the hardest one, but I think maybe um, the most powerful one, is humility, right? To come to accept the fact that maybe you get these things wrong just as much as you get them right. Maybe you don't really know people as well as you think you do. Maybe your judge of character, right? And I'm not talking about like your intuition where you feel like something's really off. I'm just talking about your general judge of character. Maybe it's not as sharp or maybe it's not as accurate as you think it is. And, and maybe you've been wrong in the past and it takes a real sort of courageous leader to have that sort of humility and to recalibrate. And the payoff is you end up making less mistakes about people you have better relationships with them, which build stronger teams. So today, I would love for you to ask yourself, in what ways are you making a fundamental attribution error? And of these three techniques, giving the benefit of the doubt, seeing them as a whole person, or practicing extreme humility, uh, which, if any of those, may be something that you're willing to consider and pursue to start to make less of this fundamental attribution error. 
Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. The truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks, and the Rolls-Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible Originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Imagine this scenario. The good news is you've been promoted and now you have a team to manage. The bad news is you've been promoted and now you have a team to manage. Managing other people can be a little bit like parenting in that there's no manual on how to do it and often you can get different results depending on who happens to be on the team. And there's few challenges more difficult than having an insubordinate subordinate. And some people may think the easiest way is to just fire them, but that often doesn't speak well to your leadership and it isn't always within your power to do so. So in our next Connection Counselor Workshop on February 23rd at 11 a.m. Eastern, we're going to tackle how to handle this tricky situation in a way that holds people accountable, gets good results, and also keeps high morale with that person and also with the greater team. If you're interested in joining us, please register. You can sign up at www.joquanjo.com slash workshop. See you soon. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Relationship Key Week. This is episode 165, and I've saved the toughest one for last. This episode is about changing your locks. In other words, changing the reaction or the key to how you respond to something. And that can seem pretty difficult. I mean, if you think about our personality as adults and what forms our personality, um, it seems fairly consistent and immutable, and that's not a bad thing. So when we talk about changing your locks, it's really about situations where you may have a reaction due to your personality and the way you normally do things uh, that isn't beneficial to you. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.